Nick, have you heard? Heard what? The Bishop and the Gator are in stores. Oh, I did hear that. Brick and mortars, baby. Yeah, they're available right now at Riverman Cigar Company and Lit Cigars, The Smoke Pit, Man Cave Cigars, Smokers Alibi, and our friends over at Max Smoke Shop. Way cool. You need to go to those stores and you need to get yourself a Bishop or a Gator. They're fantastic cigars. Why not both? Should be both. I'm saying. You can also get them at martinacigars.com. Check them out today. Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, Gator. And today, we're going to be smoking a selection from a new company, a new this, brand. It scares me just a little. It should. Based off what I've heard, I don't know if this is going to be your cup of tea, but today we're going to be smoking a cigar from the ATL Cigar Company. It's the ATL Black, and this cigar actually is their selection that is made by our friends over at Martinez Cigars. Look at there. It's uh, made in partnership with it's Martinez It's almost cigars. like we're all cousins. I know, right? Um, so I'm, I'm going... I don't have exact... Um, breakdown of the cigar, you know, wrapper by just gonna make it up as we go. Um, no, I'm I'm on their website and I'm gonna read the little description they have on their website. Well, that was good thinking. I mean, you know, I figured it was the closest I could do. So, made in the USA in partnership with Martinez Cigars, New York's oldest handmade cigar factory, this full-bodied Maduro was the blend they spent the most time to get right. With a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, the ATL Black packs a punch but avoids the bitterness that often characterizes other full-bodied cigars. The secret is a combination of Fuerte and Suave, the former from an uncommon Lajero binder, and the latter from Gran Reserva Esteli filler, aged a minimum of five years. And it's offered in Torpedo 6x52, which is what we will be smoking, and it's also offered in a 6.5x60 Gordo. Okay, then. Two different Vitolas. Two different Vitolas. We're smoking the I can't wait to see if we can taste the Esteli. I mean, you might you might be able to taste the Esteli. <laughs> so. I don't even know what that means. I don't know either. Yeah, but it sounds good, so I say. So I'm getting ready to prep my cigar here. <sighs> Should I get mine out of the cellophane? That's what I'm sitting here waiting for you to do. I know it's coming, so I'm. There we go. Son of a bitch. You're alternating back and forth between taking your sweet time <laughs> and uh, doing it rather quickly. And so, like, I don't quite know what to expect. Got to keep your point. head on a swivel. Okay. My anyway. chairs are reclining way too far. Yeah, you're going to break that thing. You are, you're I'm like. Already, I've already broke one. I know. You're on the, you're like one swing of your knee I away <laughs> from like that thing just going and just, you're, you're just laying flat on the back on the deck here. You're just yes, going to pack up and leave me there, aren't We you? are in the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios located on the back deck of Jeff's ex-wife's house. <laughs> um, it's a gorgeous spring day. It is gorgeous. Very nice just out. beautiful just out. beautiful. Had to give my tomatoes a drink before we went live on the you air. You have the cardinals over in your garden right now. Right? Yep. So, so nice. They've been really enjoying the uh, the new water feature we put in for the birds. Oh, okay. Yeah. The new water that. feature. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bird bath. I know. I, I, I know, but it's the most elaborate way you described it, so... 
played that one up. Anyway, you know what? It's time that we go ahead and cut the cigars. <laughs> and the official cutting is brought to you by our man, Dan the Man Ponder, over at Riverman Cigar Company. Dan, he's he's got all the cigars you need, guys. He does. He's got everything you need from the Martinez cigars to the Aladinos to the Perdomos, the Espinosas. I know uh, Camacho. He's... he's Actually, yes, Camacho. He he just recently put up um, on his Instagram that they're going to be getting in the uh, uh, Aladino, uh, the Lanceros, Ooh. the Cameroon, and the Vintage. I think they come in uh, Lanceros. Well, okay, we're recording this on. Well, we're actually recording early because of TPE. Uh huh. So they should have been there for a couple of days at this they point. They should yep. exactly. So, guys, if you're interested in the. Uh, the Aladino Lanceros, the the Cameroon and the Vintage, you know Dan the Man over at Riverman, he should have those in. And if you're in the St. Louis area, you can just swing by and enjoy the lounge or the 1,500 square foot covered but, patio. But what if you're not? If you're not, you can just give Dan a call, and he will put together a box of cigars and get that shipped out to you right away. If you away. don't have a brick and mortar, let Dan at Riverman be yours. And make. You know, and, and call Cindy. Have her put the box together and, and, you know, Cindy will pack it with love. Tell tell Cindy that Nick was saying bad stuff about her on the podcast. I mean. That'll wind her up. Let's yeah, do that. It, it really will wind her up, actually. <laughs> Although, in all fairness, I think Cindy says bad things about me. Oh, she doesn't. She teases because she, she does loves. it in teasing. I was yeah. gonna say she exactly. What is it that she always says? Is if I don't tease you, then you know I don't like you. Yeah, if I yeah. don't tease you, I don't care. So she likes me a lot. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> you're just a big old like. I'm just a big old teddy. Yeah, that's right. She likes to tease the hell out of me. Anyway, so guys, give Dan a call over at Riverman Cigar Company or stop on by. It's a great place with great people, and you're gonna like it. Yep. So amen. With that. It's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. Okay, so, Jeff, how... Uh, Do you want to go ahead and redo the cut? No, we did it. It's no, fine. it picked up the... Multi-track. Oh, oh, okay. Multi-track. It'll okay. be fine. So, okay, Jeff, we got to figure out how we're going to cut this thing. So... I was thinking about just lighting it backwards. That's that's not... Probably not a good idea. Be a good idea. No. Um... This has got a rustic wrapper on it as well, just like our uh, Cigar Friday did. It's a uh, Mexican San Andreas yep. wrapper. I, I must just not be or, used to that San Andreas. Mexican. San Andreas. Yeah. San Andreas Maduro wrapper. Yep. Anyway, um, I don't know. Straight cut? V cut? I, th- cut? I think on this you're going to have to do a straight. Yeah. I don't I think, think there's so. a choice. All right. Well, oh, there's a straight cut. And I don't mean Mark and Aaron. I mean, the I got that. <laughs> I haven't seen them in a while. I, I know, right? I think Mark's going to be out of TPE. Oh, is he? Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. I like Mark. Yep. He's a good cat. Well, it's Vegas, and you know he loves Vegas. The boys from the straight cut. Hmm. What are you getting on the cold draw? Give me a second. Kind of a maybe earthy sweetness. I'm getting the earthy. There's a lot of sweet. Some kind of spice in there, too. Hold on. Mm. I don't know. Do the uh, cold. Ooh, do the cold retro. Do you get chocolate on the cold retro? Not really. You don't get a dark chocolate. Try it again. Try it again with that in your head now. No. Really? I'm still getting that earthy sweetness. I'm getting that, too. Which you might be translating into dark chocolate. 
Yeah, I'm getting a, like a cocoa flavor. Okay. Well, I don't know. Mm. Well, it's a good, it's a good smelling cigar. I would say it's a it's a fragrant cigar. So okay, I'm gonna go ahead and light mine up. Okay then, I'm get going mine, soft flame again. Get mine going here. Team cold soft flame. Oh, is this becoming a thing now? I think it's a thing already. Okay. See, that's the one thing about mine, you can't hear it over the cast. You can hear your torch. Yeah, well, you know. Using my modify the my using my, my father uh Florida Lentilla slider. Florida Las Antillas. Whatever. <laughs> Jeff being using my, it's my the father Flor- lighter. Florida Las Antillas. That's right. <laughs> In Tillis, because the L's are Y, right? Yes. I'm learning Spanish on the show as we go. I mean, it's it's, it's one way of doing it. That's the only way I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, I went to Trico High School, and I had to take a year of uh, foreign language, you know, to graduate. Yeah. We had French. Well, that, like, I mean. It help, I mean it's nice and all. But it helps you with a fine baguette. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ever in uh, Paris it, trying to order a help, meal. I would say it helps you order a baguette and surrender to Germany. Je m'appelle. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's funny. They didn't teach us to say uh, Maginot line. I don't know. <laughs> I guess the French are trying to forget about that. Probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Oh, I'm going to hell for that one. Wow. That <laughs> <laughs> even rocked you. See, you know, people say they don't learn things from this show, but by God, if they actually Googled some of the stuff that we <laughs> referenced, exactly. they would learn some things. We, 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 are, a, we actually do bring a lot of education <laughs> to the table. It's just nobody believes it. We also don't fill them in on what it even means. No, we, we expect them to be, you know, intelligent and good, studious people that go off and, uh, you know... Look this stuff up on their own. Exactly. I think one of your neighbors has decided to start mowing. Why wouldn't they? I would say, it's not like we're outside recording or anything. No, no. Anyway. So what are you getting on the cigar initially here, Jeff? Okay, so let me taste this here. How's it smoking for you when you're laying 90 degrees to the floor? (laughs) (laughs) That chair is totally going to bust. I know it is. At some point during this I know it is. That's why I backed it up to the deck. (laughs) So I can't go back any further. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Kristen. You're down to two good chairs now. Oh, my God. (laughs) I have to buy a whole new deck set here. You better start looking on the Facebook marketplace for a deck set, Jeff. She comes home, it's all different, and she's like, what's up with that? Just be like, I wanted to surprise you, honey. Yeah, look like, what I got you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've jacked two of these chairs now. It, I mean, it doesn't tell you maybe to change the lifestyle. <laughs> it says the guy with the, the half-pound roast beef sandwich from Arby's. I don't want to hear it. I saw the I sandwich had, you had was bigger than mine. I had a mine. chicken salad sandwich. Chicken salad. I had the market fresh chicken salad. Oh, you had the half pound Arby's roast. It was beef. Arby's, and they have the meats. They do, and I, I still pulled, I, I still contend. I still contend the whole "We Have the Meats" campaign sounds like they're announcing they have an STD. What, what is wrong with you? Oh, tell me that doesn't sound dirty. 
We no. Have, we have the meats. It's well, like, okay, when you say it like that. We need to go get a shot because we have the meats. You know? <laughs> it's like. wired the meats. Exactly. It's like, God. Oh, did you hear about Becky? She has the meats. <laughs> <laughs> she caught it from Chad. <laughs> I'm going to get some sad. I'm going to say, Chad gave Becky the meats. <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> Direct your correspondence to Nick <laughs> at CigarPulpit.com. Did you do a retro hail yet? I'm sure the fine folks in ATL Cigar Company are Oh, they're loving us right now, yeah. So thankful that this is what we decide to talk about <laughs> just, when we're smoking their cigar. It's like, they're sitting there with their like, breath. They're like, why are they talking about the meats? <laughs> <laughs> Get to the cigar, Get to the cigar. Jackasses. Anyway, so yeah, so speaking of the cigar, well, what are you getting on the cigar there? Okay, so I did a cold draw. Or colder, I'll listen to me. I did a uh, retro hail, mm-hmm. and it's it's got some spice and a little bit of pepper on that retro hail. Have you done one yet? I've not done one yet. Yeah, this cigar has some substance to it. Holy cow! Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's just off the beginning. Um, yeah, this is going to get interesting. That it is, but now I'm not going. I'm. I'm digging. I'm it. trying not to say I'm not going to lie because we've had listeners point out we say that all the time. But this cigar is not kicking me in the teeth like I thought it was going to off the out of the gate. <laughs> From what I've been told, give it time, give it time. Buddy. Okay, give it time. But because right now it's a pretty pleasant medium smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a. I mean, you can tell there's some weight to it. You know that this is going to be one of those cigars that stop it. You're gonna you're gonna get into that again. I mean, it's a full body. Does it get heavier as you smoke it? What does that mean? It's full body, Jeff. It's kind of like wine or beer or something. It's it's full body. Wine doesn't get heavier as you drink it. It gets lighter because there's less in the glass. What I mean, and you know it. You know it. (laughs) You know exactly what I'm saying, and you're just being ignorant for the sake of being ignorant. Obtuse for entertainment. Exactly. <laughs> In this case, what I'm saying is this: it's a heavy cigar. It's not the heaviest out right off the bat. But, dude, we're like less than, what, half an inch in on this thing. Yeah. So, just know, the tip. Just the tip. Just to see how it feels. <laughs> it's, it's, it feels like it's going to be a thing is what <laughs> it feels like. Anyway. Well, speaking of ATL Cigar Company, why don't we go ahead and jump into our interview that we had with uh, the three owners of ATL, um, Peter, Janelle, and Leroy. This is going to be good, folks. Uh, you're going to enjoy this. Yeah, we yep. recorded this a handful of days back, but, you it know. couldn't be nicer people. Scheduling-wise, it worked out well, and so and here we are. put up with us. They did. Right? They, they put up with yeah. our ignorance. So, anyway, well, why don't we go ahead and jump into the interview? Let's do it. So joining us on the line, we have Peter, Janelle, and Leroy from ATL Cigar Company. How are you guys? We are good. We are good. We are great. Fantastic. Thanks for having us. Oh, no. Thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, th- uh, this is going to be kind of interesting with five voices going at one time. So it, it, I, I suspect we're going to have an issue where everybody's too polite and we're going to have to, like, cut out some little gaps as, as we kind of, like, stare uh, at e- stare at each other to figure out who's talking. Uh, not, not to mention we're recording on the uh, JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios here on the back deck of my ex-wife's house. And my daughter is just running around talking at full volume and slamming doors and everything else. So we've got that going for us as well. Nothing nothing unusual about that. Jeff. No. Yes. No. Anyway. 
Uh, We're so, on our porch. So you can hear like a, a dog. You know, a car. A gunshot. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know. Hey, we're in St. Louis, man. We get that. <laughs> we get all that, including the gunshots. Yes. So. <laughs> anyway. So, guys, tell us about ATL Cigar Company. You guys have been making a pretty big splash in your area in a very short period of time. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're relatively uh, relatively young, uh, new company um, in terms of being to market. However, we've been uh, together and, and dreaming about this for the last four years. So it's four years in the making um, till we got to this point now. So uh, it seems like like we're new, but for us, this has been a long, a long journey uh, that we're really glad to, glad to, to, to finally, you know, see our, our sticks in the hands of people and to be getting some, some great feedback on them. So uh, officially, we started about a year ago. Um, Peter just decided that it was COVID time. We didn't have anything else to do with our lives. So it would be a great time to officially launch the cigar business. And so uh, he went out and, and got the paperwork started. And, and called him afterward. And yeah, he's like, hey, by the way, <laughs> by the way, we have a company. We were like, what? Um, so yeah, so Peter Peter went ahead and, and, and pulled the trigger on that. And just and really, to be honest, like Peter was our, our motivation for kind of really just getting, we, we had a lot of plans. We had talked to a lot of people, done a lot of research. Janelle had done some, some business incubator stuff. and uh, But Peter was like, it's it's now time. We've done what we need to do. Now it's time. So, yeah. I, I think that's what every good president says. He, he blames other people for the success of the company. <laughs> so, so, you know. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, just a little bit about kind of what our what we are and what our purpose is. So, um, a lot of people in the cigar industry are seeing Atlanta as, you know, the new up and coming city for cigars, more than 120 shops and lounges. You know, I, I know, uh, Dave Rivera from Martinez is coming to see y'all in St. Louis today yep. and going around to shops. He couldn't get around to all the shops in, no. in a month in Atlanta. And so, you know, it's just a huge city for cigars. Um, we felt that with that prominence of the city in the cigar culture, and then our friendship and our vibe together and our passion for, for Leaf, we thought, you know what, we can tell a different story. Um, you know, with our with our diversity, you know, with our kind of bond, you know, we, we, we thought, you know what, Atlanta's getting together around cigars. Let's help them raise their game with a product that is our own as a city and kind of show a vision of what the future of Atlanta could be about. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And uh, just going back to one thing that Leroy said, I know Jeff really likes it when people get his stick in, the, in their hands. Well, or their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you guys are on the cigar pulpit. I'd, so I'd, you know. like, I'd like to apologize to Janelle right now. So sorry about that. Uh, I hope she knew what she was getting into. That was, that was Nick's doing, not mine. I was just saying, I got to deal with these two all the time. <laughs> there you go. And, and the other... Probably male, so the other thing I want to kind of touch on is um, the fact that in a in a time period that most people were struggling with their businesses and you know kind of kind of dealing with problems in order to to stay afloat, I find it fascinating that that's the time that you guys decided we're going to jump in and we're going to get this thing going. You know, I think that's really following Warren Buffett's logic of, you know, when others are scared, when others are scared. Um, you know, for us, 
we saw the kind of precipice of fear that the world was in and sort of May, June, July, we thought, yeah, this is the time. And I think that's bearing out now. You know, we, we're, we're 100 days into the business. We've probably sold about 12, 13,000 cigars, depending on last night. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's just taken off. And I think that we're, we're capturing a vibe that the city is looking for now kind of coming out of COVID. But you had to work ahead of time to be ready for that. And so there's still, you know, a few shops and different companies sort of, um, and sorry, my voice is, is also impaired from last night. You're fine. Uh, a lot of things from last night. Um, you know, a lot of people kind of waiting until it's, it's done. It's ready. And I understand safety. My wife works for CDC. Um, but there's a way to be, to be safe and also to be, to identify what opportunity there is. And I think we're kind of, you know, more or less on top of that wave. Yeah. I think that's right. I think that's right. Very cool. So, so tell us about the process. So, so your cigars, you have what three blends, correct? Tell us how that yes, how that all kind of came about. So, uh, so Peter's our of our head of product, um, and definitely spends spent kind of the the most time in making sure that we uh, had the relationships in place to start conversations with folks that we wanted to blend with. Um, it really started with um, with us buying leaf, rolling our own, trying to figure out what leaf that we liked, um, the different flavors that we liked. Um, I think Peter and I, for the longest time, only smoked uh, Cuban cigars for like years and years and years because we weren't really a, a fan of Dominican products, to be honest. Um, and and we didn't really know where Nicaragua stood in terms of, um, in, you know, the production and the, the quality of cigars. And I think when we first started, it, really, it wasn't really that that great at the time. Like the Nicaraguan stuff we had just wasn't there yet. Um, and so so our process was we, we started getting leaf ourselves, figuring out what we liked. And what we realized it was that we liked a lot of stuff that was Nicaraguan. We liked a lot of stuff coming out of um, Tabza, um, and we wanted, we wanted leaf, we wanted cigars that were like that. Um, but we also wanted cigars that, um, aesthetically said something and meant something to the city. Um, so our process was kind of a, it was an art on one hand and another type of art on the other hand, um, kind of coming together to make, to make these cigars. So that's, that's an overview, like a high level of the process. Yeah. I think to, to get down a little more detail, um, you know, we, we went looking for a lot of great producers that we respect and, and, uh, have been surprised by how open so many doors have been to us. Um, so many producers that we, we don't work with are still, you know, friendly, friendly with us, you know, Gusto Roa and just a lot of people we've respected for a long time. You know, you guys, you guys included. And, uh, so the industry has been really open. When we got into Aganorsa, though, I, I will tell you that was sort of the, the light bulb moment for us because we've we've loved Aganorsa product for a long time. Still think that their brand is sort of underrepresented in the industry, um, and I will have an Aganorsa product over pretty much anything else, um, you know, at, at all times. And so when those guys said that they would do a product with us, we thought, man, this is this is real now. And so they're doing the Libertad, which uh, which Lure and Janelle are are smoking. Um, then, uh, we worked with a small boutique factory in, in Esteli called Tabacalera Hernandez on our product called the Good Trouble, which is named for civil rights icon, John Lewis, who died last year. So this was a cigar in homage to him. Um, and then the third cigar was the ATL Black, which, uh, 
we met Martinez Cigars in New York five, six years ago, started talking about, you know, the industry, the leaf. I guess they saw that we kind of cared about this. We, we knew enough, you know, um, about what's going on. And they said, hey, you know, Atlanta's such a big city. If you guys ever do something, you know, we want to be part of it. And so they fought really hard to be in our portfolio. Um, we were pretty much a no on Martinez for a long time. Um, until they came out with a fourth blend that they sent to us after we said, no, 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 no. And, you know, we're pretty convinced it was going to be a permanent no. That fourth blend, we were just like, man, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when, um, you guys were going back and forth with Martinez because on, on my end, a little bit of behind the scenes here, I've got Dave Rivera calling me talking about how he's working with you guys. And he's just like, man, we made this cigar and it was the strongest cigar I've ever had. And I send it to him and they call me back and they're just like, ah, man, it's not strong enough. And he's like, you need to make it stronger. (laughs) And I'm just like, how can we make this thing stronger? And so finally they sent you this one and he's just like, I don't know what else they could want. This is the one. This is it. I don't know what the hell they could want. And then that's when you guys apparently jumped on board. So what they did in this ATL Black is uh, Grand Reserve filler from Esteli, so five to seven year old filler. I hope he's got enough of that for a lot of these cigars. I hope so. Right. Right. Lot, yeah. lot. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's always a problem with that H filler, you know. But then the, the innovation they, they did that the Jesus Martinez did was to use a, a Lijero binder from Jalapa. And I haven't seen a lot of a lot of Lijero binders because it's such a difficult leaf to work with. But he did the, the Lijero binder to to get the strength up and then just did the classic San Andreas Maduro wrapper. And that's really what did it for us because the ATL black, one of the requirements we had for Maduro was sweatpants and suave. Like we wanted strong and smooth because I, I hate a Maduro that that last third is just tar and you're pl- like proving how big your balls are just by getting through it. I hate those, smokes, you know? Um, and so I wanted a Maduro that is like, you can smoke the whole way and, and, and the ATL black, with the blend that Martinez did achieve that. And when we had it, we were just like, man, you guys, you know, since, so it's been a lot of fun since then. Yeah. We just kept keeping in stock. <laughs> yeah. He keeps telling me you guys keep calling and placing more reorders. So that's great. That's great. So, um, in terms of keeping them in stock, I mean, you guys are in how many stores now? 37, 35, 35. in the thirties, in the thirties, mid thirties. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> Really impressive for a hundred days. So, um, I sales in these stores are going well, and and everybody's reordering. Yeah, hundred percent reorders. Fantastic. Um, I think part of it, Nick, is that like we've got ATL on our band, right? Yeah. <laughs> and when you're in Atlanta, um, it's I don't know what other cities are like, but Atlanta is all about Atlanta. And so the reality Very is, we would have had primary orders if the cigars were shit, right? Um, we would have people would have ordered us out our first order, but the reorder is is it's funny when people try to stick for the first time. I often see a look of relief because yeah. they're like, "Oh, thank God!" Good. You know, <laughs> like, they don't want something with with ATL on it to be to be low quality. And so, you know, we're a boutique brand. We would never say that you know we're just the same as some top brand. You know, but we definitely don't want to be worse than you know other other makers. You know, we want our quality to be to be second to none and so Atlanta is showing us that we have have kind of pulled that off and and we're just grateful for the support well and this is Gator by the way one of the things that I notice is that when when guys go into the shops anymore they're looking for what's new what's hot 
And I'm sure you guys have some of that, you know, kind of buzz going on down there in town. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, I mean, you're, you're, you're right. Like that's how people uh, choose what else they're going to add to their order, right? They exactly. go in, they get their kind of like their standards. These are my mainstays. And then they ask that question, well, what, what do you got that's new? What do you, what, what, what else can I try? And so, yeah. And, you know, people are getting out of the house now. And so it's a, it's like Peter said, we kind of hit it at the right moment where somebody comes in and say, what's new well, not only do we have some new, but we all, we have some representing representing your city here, and so they're like, "Well, I definitely want to give that a try." And then, um, yeah, the stick the sticks themselves are just really good, um, so it so it sticks with folks. I think one of the surprising things, guys, is that you know, Gator, you said there's there's always a desire for the new. I mean, we've shipped to 35 states already. Like, wow. we didn't expect that. That's you know, awesome. We, we thought Atlanta would embrace it, but 35 states, you know, shipping, and so. I, I think that, that what we've learned is actually a little bit about our city, which is that ATL is more than a, a geography. It's more an idea. You know, it's music, it's film, it's culture, it's civil rights, it's history, it's progressive South. It's, it's all this stuff. And people kind of want to tap into that. And we want them to feel that they're tapping into that when they, when they try the cigar. That's awesome. And, you know, and as I'm sitting here thinking about this and you're talking about how your city has so much pride in itself and everything else, I'm like thinking, you know, you guys tapped into something really cool because what you did is, you know, a lot of companies will make house blend cigars for maybe a specific shop. You guys made a house blend brand for the city. And it's just kind of cool the way that kind of worked out. Yeah, yeah. So now, well, not every city can pull it off. They don't have the, the density of shops or the density of, of customers. You exactly. Know? Um, and also, I don't think that, like, I mean, no, no disrespect to Phoenix, which is the number two city, so we have to hate on it a little bit. <laughs> no disrespect to Phoenix, but like, the Phoenix guys are out there, like, you know, I don't know what they, they, they even do, like, ah, Phoenix, Phoenix right? But, like, you walk around Atlanta, and people are like, you know, yo, yo, you know? Uh-huh. And, it's, and it's, it's just a thing. And so there's just an enormous amount of pride in this place, even though so many of us are transplants. I don't know. It just it just has this quality to it that allowed us to to build a business close to us. So we can kind of see what we're getting right and wrong and have the customer give us direct feedback um, and then kind of change and go from there. And we just love the idea that we can build a profitable business in one place as opposed to building a national brand, because the, the reality is like. You know, Leroy Janelle Peter Cigars sells exactly zero. Yeah. And so uh, we, we recognize that Atlanta gave us that opportunity. Very cool. Now, tell me about the dynamic of you three. So, so you know, a lot of times when, when Jeff and I have encountered, you know, um, smaller boutique brands, what ends up happening is, um, you know, there's like one guy or, you know, maybe a couple like one or two or, you know, one guy with maybe like a silent partner. But you three have been pretty prominent, like in the foreground together as a group, as a unit. So so what do you what do all of you do and uh, what do you bring to the table? This is, this is fun. They're sitting there arguing or like kind of like looking like who's going to start? Who's going to start? Yeah. <laughs> So I am, so all three of us, you know, we're the founders. Um, I'm also director of marketing. So I handle marketing, social media and events. Um, and yeah. And she's, she's, she's the organized one. She's the, the, the back office, you know, she's it as well. Like she does a lot of things to kind of keep the business running. Yeah. 
Um, I handle more kind of the financial side and the product side. Um, and I, I just push us all a lot, all the time. <laughs> and then, you know, Leroy, you know, is really the relational guy. So, yeah, I, I just kind of make sure we, I maintain relationships with our, our retail partners and just other partners throughout the city, folks that we're trying to work with and get on board to, uh, you know, join our brand, be part of our brand. Uh, I'm just the pretty faith. Um, of the, of the- well, you you can say that, but Janelle is definitely the rose between two thorns here on the Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you're absolutely right. I think you're right. That, that's my other job. I have to beat these cigar guys off with a stick, trying to get at my wife all the time. Um, it's very true. Happens. You should talk to Al Roman at the Good Cigar about that. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Melissa and I have a bond. It's it, you know it it goes beyond time and space weird not anyway <laughs> so guys let me jump in on a serious note here real quick i know george has taken a little bit of heat recently over voting laws and whatnot which between you me and the walls i find a little odd because i don't think they're more restrictive than other states that are complaining about them right now but whatever um you know i'm not i'm not on the ground there in georgia i know the all-star game was pulled by the uh by major league baseball and moved out to denver well, what what are you guys seeing on the ground there? Like, what is the feeling in the community? Um, you know, what 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 does Atlanta think of what's going on with all that nationwide? Well, I think I think uh, two things. Uh, Atlanta is still um, coming into her own and is still divided in, in many ways, like like the country is as a as a whole. And so there are you know set there are pockets of the uh, city who who disagree with that. Um, but the, the pockets, the, the majority of Atlanta kind of supported it, um, in my, in my view, um, because I, it's not just about, um, the voting laws as they, as they were, but it's about the, the intention behind the laws themselves is what, what aggravated so many people, um, was where it felt like, and it seemed like it was a concerted effort to block a certain demographic from being able to have access. And, you know, one can say that it was a race thing. One can say that it was just purely a politics thing. Like, we just want to keep the Democrats, like, our enemies from being our political enemies. From being he's, he's conservative, so you can say that. <laughs> so so one, can, one can paint it in that, in, that, in that way. But again, like, there are larger ramifications for this city and for this state as it relates to historically blocking and keeping people from being able to vote. And so that's still a very visceral thing for a lot of people here. Um, well, and, you know, we're, we're, we're from the People's Republic of Illinois, but, you know, back in the day when Illinois was still a great state, um, you know, we, we were part of, of the North, you know, during the Civil War and whatnot. We're Yankees up here. And, you know, we haven't experienced the Jim Crow laws and things like that that you guys have traditionally gone through in the South. So I can see where that would be, you know, very tender anytime you touch voting laws when you're down in, you know, that area. Look, I mean, the, the reality is um, if you are African-American in Atlanta, you wait in a longer line and you have fewer places to go than white voters. Um that is a change since they struck down the Voting Rights Act in the Supreme Court seven years ago. Um, that's just an objective fact. Um, and so the, the law would not have been changed had the, 
the election gone differently. Uh, we all kind of know that and agree with that. And in addition to that, the big thing that is actually a problem gator about the law is that um, it ensures that the Secretary of State, who was the one to basically keep the ship sailing forward in the last election, will no longer have the power to do so under a dispute. So in other words, if this law had been in place before the election, they would have legitimately been able to overturn it in, the, in favor of the, the, the incumbent president with this new law in place. And that's Fair the enough. big problem is that they literally would over, overcome the will of the voters um, by, by doing that or could have rather. So that's the big problem that we have. And that's, I think, why Delta Coke, you know, Major League Baseball said, you know what? Fuck you guys. And we're, we're kind of okay with that. Obviously, we don't love it in terms of, you know, the impact economically on the city. But this city is economically resilient and will – we'll find many other places to make money. So um, in, 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 I think in short, we're in a fight here in Georgia. It's not a fight between people. It's a fight between ideas. Correct. You know, we have different spectrums politically. We are a, a white guy, a Filipino woman and a black guy. And that's kind of the point for us is the diversity and is the difference. And we, we could disagree respectfully and still, you know, hug get out at the end. And that's really important. I think for us as a city and as a country moving forward. Well, and I think that's also something that, you know, you find, in the cigar community, you find people of different backgrounds, Absolutely. races, creeds, religions, whatever. And we all sit around in the lounge. We fire up a cigar and we can talk this stuff out. And at the end right. of the day, you know, we go back and we say, hey, is that cigar good? And then we move on yeah. with life. You know, I mean, it's, you it's, know, and, and it's yeah. funny here in St. Louis. Nick and I have found ourselves in the situation. We tend to lean a little more libertarian, conservative, whatever, whatever you want to call it today. Issue. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, but we'll sit and uh, find ourselves in a conversation with what I would consider a very liberal judge, you know, at a cigar lounge in St. Louis. And like Nick said, at the end of the day, we're just all there enjoying our cigar. Yeah. It's cool. important for us. I think, you know, we, we have an hour and a half together. We have this beautiful cigar to share. If we have this in common, what else do we have in common? That's basically why ATF Cigar Co. exists, is to make the most of that hour and a half that you might have with somebody. And figure out how to build a bridge where there wasn't one before. Yeah. Well, fact, I, like we, I, I will we say this uh, politically. I wish Dick Durbin would sit down with us and have a cigar and uh, stop trying to kill the cigar industry. But you yeah. know, that's that's my sure. senator here from Illinois. And, and Gator, I'll, I'll I'll add to that that if Dick Durbin does get his bill out of committee, um, conservatives will want as many Democrats like me as possible advocating for the industry. Absolutely. There are many of us in the industry. You know, we need to work together on this stuff, and and we need to recognize that one side doesn't have all the answers, right? right. Like, amen. You know, uh, we, we we agree with a party philosophy. We have to debate the issues one by one, and where you and I have a place to come together, great. Where we disagree, great. That's America, man. You know, exactly. um, amen, amen, exactly. Um, so if a shop outside of the Atlanta area is maybe curious to. Try your cigars and possibly bring you in. Who? How do, how do they reach out and talk to you guys and see about doing so? So they can email us at info at atlcigar.co and, you know, talk to us about, you know, where they are, what, what they're interested in. And, um, yeah, they can actually apply. We really have a handful outside of Atlanta right now, but. If they go to the website, atlcigar.co, uh, we tried to build a, a decent website, which always isn't always the case in the industry. Um, they can access us through that anytime. 
Gotcha. Well, I just like it's one of those things going back to earlier in the conversation when you're talking about, you know, people are always looking for what's hot, what's new, you know, that kind of thing. And as we've pointed out, you guys are building quite the buzz down there in your uh, section of the country. And so a lot of, you know, you might have some shops listening to this that might decide, hey, you know, maybe we got to get in on this. We need to get in on this early. And then that way we can be, uh, you know, kind of one of those early adopters. Yeah, absolutely. Just, yeah, get us on the website, send us an email. Um, you know, we're, we're happy to kind of send out samples to shop owners to, you know, see if it's something that they really want to carry. Just, yeah, let us know. I want to I want to say something and see if you agree with it. We haven't had this conversation. Oh, man. Oh, here we, we go. Seen, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so as we have seen our product grow, there's a trend in the industry that we think we're part of, which is the, the growing importance of black smokers, both both uh, female and male. Um, we are black owned. I'm minority partner. Um, people always laugh when they hear that I'm the minority partner. But whatever. <laughs> um, and and so what I what I see the country doing is they order from us online, and as shops reach out to us, is they say, you know, I'm a black shopper. I got a lot of black 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 smokers. Atlanta is an idea that resonates in Black America. Period. Yeah. And um, and so if it, if, if ATL Cigar Co. representing the city can put out unique, high-quality, premium cigars. That's something that's going to resonate across the country, regardless of where you actually live, if you resonate with the idea of Atlanta. And that's kind of what we're seeing. I mean, Leroy, do you think that ATL speaks to kind of Black America in general, or am I just off baseball on that? No, I think that's right. I think I think it does speak to Black America um, in general just because of, the, because of the civil rights history, because of um, so many landmark... Um, positive black achievements happened here. Um, and so for a long time growing up, um, you know, in, in the black community, we would, we would refer to Atlanta as the black Mecca. Like this is where if you want to make it as a black person, you need to figure out how you can get to Atlanta or get some connections in Atlanta. Um, and this has been for years, at least the early nineties, um, maybe even into the eighties, Atlanta was kind of seen as, as this place for advancing um, black uh, growth and upward mobility. And so I do think that um, black people around the world do look to Atlanta in a very different way and saying like, there, there's something, something different about Atlanta than say in New York um, uh, or Chicago. Like, even though those are important areas for, for black life, there's something different about Atlanta um, and so it does have this kind of a, a beacon around it. I mean, music, right? Film, Tyler yeah. Perry Studios. You know, you, yeah. you can see some incredible, you know, studio complexes. More, more movies are made in Georgia than in, in California today. And, you know, that kind of thing is, is, is all about kind of, you know, what Black Atlanta is doing as well. And then you got, you know, uh, classics like uh, Ludacris' Hose in Different Area Codes. That is you know, yet another <laughs> anthem. Um, that, that people resonate with, you know? Um, and so, you know, we want to talk to those hoes in different area codes all around the country by our cigars. That's right, we love hoes. Sorry, sorry Janelle, <laughs> Janelle <laughs> I want to apologize on behalf of all the guys on the call. We, we love hoes here, too. <laughs> what the? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Dirty hoe. I'm sorry, baby, I love you. So I'm going to circle back to the beginning of the interview with you guys real quick before we finish up here. He was sleeping. 
So I, you know, I was eating. I was eating my biscuit with jelly. Oh, that's right, the biscuit. I had there my biscuit, biscuit with jelly. I was still having breakfast when Nick got here. <laughs> so how how did you guys all meet and link up and get started? So Leroy and I met in college. So Leroy and I have been married for twenty years. You don't. You guys don't look old enough to be married for twenty years. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Good grief. They got married at twelve. Well, it is. It is Atlanta. It's the South. <laughs> <laughs> Filipino. Oh. We went to the Philippines. Shut up. <laughs> 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 Philippinebride.com. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> well, welcome to the sermon from the cigar pulpit. <laughs> listen to the show you would understand that from pastor barnaby rothschild anyway (laughs) right and so you know for us uh, we just sort of use a cigar to kind of reflect on what can we do for this place and it it grew into a lot of different initiatives we're part of community organizations leroy started a a nonprofit that he still runs um, helping really vulnerable members of atlanta and so you know we need a lot of time and presence and cigars provided that for us and over time we just kept smoking better and better stuff, went to Cuba together, started doing a lot of cigar kind of travel and, and, and really making cigars a big part of our, of our lives. Then Janelle about six, seven years ago came along with this palette that is like next level. Yeah. And we were like, uh, okay. And so she's the one who actually we, we rely on to tell us if the stuff's any good, you know, after about 10,000 cigars, I, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't Blown it Um, out. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then, you know, we started really thinking about the business you know, enroll in our own stuff and, and got this, you know, Ometepe leaf and added Jalapa here and Esteli there and Condega there. And it's like, oh my God, I don't hate this. And and when we started doing that together and rolling together, we were like, um, could this really be something that we're, we, we, we do? And, and so I think for us, we started the business together thinking about, you know, this would be a great expansion of our friendship, but the friendship always comes first. So for us, we say, you know, whenever there's really a, a fray in our friendship, ATL Cigar Co. moves on to somebody else because um, it's not worth that to us. Um, and I think that that keeps us pretty grounded. We also have really different complementary skill sets that allow us to kind of swim in our own lanes and keep this thing going. We're all pushing really hard after this, uh, but in, in, in different lanes, and that helps. That's awesome. It's much different than Nick and I's partnership where we're both the creative types, so we're sharing the same lane and just splashing water at each other. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> 
that visual. Yeah, am I am I wrong? Am I am I wrong, Nick? I mean, there's water wings and a lot of splashing. Yes, yeah, yeah. a lot of splashing. <laughs> so my my editor at my newspaper just put up a post the other day on his Facebook wall. He found a uh, floaty tank. So it's a tank. It's it's like a, a pool float, but it's shaped like a tank, and it has a working uh, water cannon on the front of it. And I can't wait to bring that to the table. <laughs> How have you wandered off into this area? I mean, this is so random. Anyway, theater of the mind. Nick. All right, theater all right. Of the mind. Focus, focus for just a moment. <laughs> I mean, we're I'm like that with these guys. These guys are like that all the time. They like they're both very well. We're all kind of creative in our own way, but like they're these two are always like, oh, we should do this next, or we should do this next, and I'm here like. Okay, let me figure out how to implement this shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and crazy things. Yeah. So, I'll, no, I'll say this. We cannot wait to get down to Atlanta and have a cigar with you guys. Definitely. Atlanta's been on the list. It has been. A place for us to visit for a little while due to uh, the sheer amount of shops that you guys have down there and everything. I mean, it's one of those places. I mean, that, yeah. It's beyond the shop, like it is it bananas. Cam Newton put seven million into his shop called Fellowship downtown, and that's not even like the only one like that anymore. Yeah, There's like not. five of those that put millions of dollars into like a cigar experience all over the city. You can just have a weekend at those, you know, multi-million dollar cigar shops. It's very different than you know Joe's back room someplace, right? Yeah. So it's but we still. No, but we, we still, still have, have Joe too. We're more Joe's back I was room. Saying, we tend to be more Joe's back room <laughs> than the like super bougie kind of <laughs> places. I mean, not that we have everything. I mean, we have we have it all. Like we have from from the you know this small. Like we have a shop here, and it's it's one of my favorite shops. And I think I talk about it on every podcast that we end up getting on. We have this small shop um, called Havana that's run by uh, Rafa and Heather. And I mean, it's literally like a like almost like a hallway of a shop. I mean, it's very narrow, very small. Uh, Rafa's from Cuba. He makes it feel like a Cuban living room. Um, you can't get more than I mean, they have like maybe seven seats in the whole place, and they'll pack two hundred and ninety people <laughs> in this little bit space. Um, and during the day, it's super quiet, chill as a dog walking around there's a guy sleep on the couch um and he just carries like unique sticks unique blends incredibly friendly the best cuban coffee in in atlanta um small tiny shop one of my favorite places to smoke in the whole city and we have 150 at least uh of those kind of just everything up and down here in the city what, what i like about the big premier shops is that it expands the culture and it kind of you know Joe's back room to kind of go to no name kind of hole in the wall shop is for guys like us who smoke all the time. And that's kind of what we want to do. But with the regulatory environment we're in with, um, you know, the kind of increasing aging of the cigar community in general, uh, you know, us, us included, um, you know, we need to expand the culture. We need to expand the community. And I think that's what you see Atlanta doing is you'll see last night at our event, we had 60, 40 men to women. We had 200 people there and, you know, we had 80 women. Yeah, you know, all smoke cars. That's that's awesome. important, I think, for the survival of the, of the of the industry. It's similar to what the beer industry went through after World War II, when they finally kind of got, you know, it was kind of post prohibition. 
Great Depression. And after World War II, they said, great, we've, we've now got to figure out how to make this work. And that's where they invented cold beer, which really wasn't a thing before that. And made it like this refreshing summer drink that was basically really watered down so that everybody would drink it and not just your kind of hard-nosed, uh, you know, guy at the, at, the, at the dock, at the dockyard, you know. And so we think Atlanta is doing the same thing in the cigar community to expand, you know, you know, the meaning of who is a cigar smoker. And that's what these premier investments uh, mean for the industry. No, that's actually a really valid point, you know, that somebody might not be a cigar smoker, but maybe they hear about this really awesome place that Cam Newton's put together, for example. And so they want to go check it out. And while they're there, they get sucked into the ambiance and everything else. And they're like, hey, I'm going to try a cigar. And next thing you know, they found a new thing that they enjoy and can explore and make their way to Joe's basement. And it, and it means a, a requirement for us to be big on education and big on patience and not to like haughty about, well, if you don't know about this, you know, we don't care about that. We love educated people. We love new smokers. And at the end of the day, you know, I like to tell people, yeah, this has a lot of complex flavor notes and all that kind of shit, but it's a weed that grows in 45 days. You cut it, you harvest it, you age it, you roll it up, you light on a fire. That's the product. This is really not rocket science. And so, you know, it is something accessible to everybody. It's a nice hour and a half that, you know, costs you 10 or 15 bucks. And, and that's something I think that's a message that's getting through to a lot of Atlanta smokers. Very cool. Wow. Very cool. So what's the puppy's name barking in the background? That's Merida. Merida. Um, and she, she, yeah, she's, she's across a, the street. She's, yeah, she's, she's all the way in my neighbor's backyard. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> she's extremely loud. Um, she wants to make sure everybody knows, um, that there's somebody new or there's a different presence, um, in the neighborhood that wasn't there before. So she does this all the time. All right. Then. Um, She's a dope man. She's a sweet girl, but she's hella loud. There you go. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got a long haired Chihuahua and a uh, golden doodle, and they want to let you know every time a robin decides to fly into the yard. So yes, yeah. I, I understand. Very cool. Yeah, those wow. you got to keep your head on a swivel around those robins. Well, guys, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean they're dangerous. So guys, so what's next for ATL Cigar Company? I'll do the events and then Leroy can do the products. Or do you want to do events and I'll do products? Let's do it that way. We do events? Yeah. Or I can do events. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I can do events. That's her job. Yeah. <laughs> so, like Peter mentioned, uh, we did a an event last night and it was at Monday Night Brewing um, in West End at the garage. And we paired their um, Be Easy beer with our Libertad. And you know, like we said, that was an amazing event. But we have two more just like that. We have one May 19th on a Wednesday where we're going to be pairing um, our ATL Black with... Cherry Sour. Cherry Sour. Yeah, it's called the Panic Room. The Panic Room. And then the next one will be our Good Trouble with... Tears of My Enemies. Tears of My Enemies. Tears of My Enemies. Um, and that'll be June 4th. And then the next big thing that we have is um, we're going to be at the Battery all summer. Which is the Braves Stadium. So, yeah. so we have a homestand with the Braves. Uh, for the summer, yeah, and, we're going to uh, be pairing with ASW, uh, which is an, an Atlanta-based whiskey company. And uh, yeah, every Wednesday night, we're just going to be there, hanging out at the pool at the Omni, overlooking the Braves Stadium, and uh, it's, it's going to be a great summer. I I'm all in for that event. I want to go to the pool. Okay, I'll bring my tank and your yeah, speedo. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> he'll show you up. Do it for hours. That'll be great. Just yeah. make sure you bring 
Please make sure you have your two piece with you. All right, guys, what do we have to do to get cigar pulpit guys splashing each other in the pool at the Omni <laughs> Overlooking Brave Stadium at one of these events. We will do it. We will do it. it yeah. It's we not going to. It won't take anything on my part. I'm doing Naked Gardening Day later today. <laughs> I, I think it's a, a cigar pulpit edition inside the pool overlooking Brave Stadium would, <laughs> like be a, would be a great opportunity. I'm all in. As long as Jeff doesn't splash the equipment, I'm okay with that. <laughs> we'll have. We'll wrap up the headsets in plastic. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, so the the events are providing a great base for us to kind of expand our, our community, expand who knows about us. You know, we're a hundred days in, so most of the land smokers don't even know about us yet. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, we're preparing for them with all these kind of uh, you know these events, and then we're, we're we're working now on on new blends. So I'll be in Esteli in three weeks, uh, working with our our, our our partners on two to four new blends, depending on kind of what we love and. We're going to stick with uh, our our kind of current branding philosophy of something that's Atlanta, but you got to fight for it. You got to fight to understand exactly how Atlanta it is. Um, and so, four new lines, different flavors, different blends, different producers, even that we're working with now. And we just want to see what the, what the community responds to and what our customer tells us they like. And then we'll keep what they like and we'll throw away what they don't, and and kind of go from there. We 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 really believe in. You know, a, a brand vision that keeps rolling out new product because you know new matters, and and because we want that feedback from our customer to feel really where our wheelhouse is. So um, it's an important process for us. Very cool. Now, one thing about like uh, another thing about our events, and, and last night kind of really brought this home was that we we have been able to I think um, bring together the the city and the smokers of our city um, in a way that is pretty unique. Um, last night, just the, the the breadth of who was there in terms of cigar community was, was pretty phenomenal. Um, Atlanta has kind of pockets where, where people smoke and where people hang out, and they're the same kind of people in the lounges. You'll see the same kind of people kind of moving around in different lounges. But last night, like everybody was together, everybody was in the same space, um, and it, it just felt magical, almost kind of religious in a, in a way. I mean, how many places do you know where a new brand in the cigar industry can get 200 people together on a Friday night and then do it 20 more times, which is our plan for the summer? It, this this city has a whole different vibe, and we're just really, you know, honored to be to be part of it and to be giving as much as we're getting. Yeah, one of the things that you know we kind of talk about which Leroy alluded to, you know, we're, we're very inclusive, right? So we're, you know, from Atlanta, Bankhead to Buckhead, ITP to OTP, you know, we, we want to bring Atlanta together, you know, white, black, Latina, you know, Latina, Asian. Asian. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's, it's really just about bringing everyone around the stick and enjoying the diversity and just enjoying everybody. I mean, this is Atlanta, you know, we're just everybody. And that's what we're about. You're making another good point, which is about what's next too. What's next is also to actually actually take that opportunity we have to connect people and fucking do it, <laughs> right? To actually start having these conversations about our differences, to have these conversations outside of our echo chambers, and to really begin sharing and, and creating dialogue. One of our events we're going to do with uh, with our Good Trouble Cigar more around community politics, city politics, Republicans and Democrats together, nonprofits together, trying to move the city forward. And talking together about how we can do that, we think we have a pretty unique opportunity to bring those disparate, you know, uh, groups together that maybe other other brands couldn't do. 
That's very, awesome. Very cool. Well, where can consumers follow you and get more information about your brands? So we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ATL Cigar Co. And of course, our website, atlcigar.co. And you, know, you can sign up for our newsletter. You know, you get some insider stuff that you might not necessarily see on the socials. But yeah, everything that we, you know, all of our events, that definitely gets put on the socials and you'll find out, you know, where we're going to be throughout the, you know, throughout the year and beyond. Uh, but yeah, that's our socials. Hey, Janelle, what is the status of your MySpace page? <laughs> God. We're still working on that. You know, <laughs> we, uh, that. We, we spent a lot of time on the coding. Uh, the colors, <laughs> colors are phenomenal. Are you, are you guys <laughs> fighting over the five songs or whatever? Yeah. Well, we only chose one. We chose um, Seasons of Love from Rent. 525,600 minutes. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, That's uh, mine. And you, you can't turn it off. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right then well guys seriously this has been a great time getting to know you guys and yes we're very much looking forward to at some point making our way down to atlanta and and uh meeting and hanging out with you guys so thank you so much for taking time out on a uh, saturday morning to talk with us thanks so much for thank you guys us. we appreciate you we yeah. really do thank you so much take care guys well they couldn't have been more delightful they were awesome people. Yeah. I'm so glad that they took so much time and chatted with us. And you know what? I think we're going to have to take them up on their offer about going down there at some point. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, just the prospect of 120 cigar lounges. Yes. I mean, that has been... Atlanta's been on my list due to the sheer amount of cigar places for a while now. But now that there's, like, fun people down there that, you know, want to show us around and hang out. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm all good with that. We like to have contacts in the cities that we go to. We do. It just makes it easier. We do. It's a valid point. Tour guides. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Someone to give you the local flavor. Lay of the land. That's right. Uh-huh. So, Jeff, we're smoking the ATL Black. We are. And uh, we've been smoking it for a little while here. What are your thoughts? Well, through the magic of podcasting, <laughs> obviously, we started out smoking it. We took a little break because normally we'll smoke... We'll do the interview, and then we'll just kind of pick right back up and start, you know, when we've done a pre-recorded. Yeah. But we actually held off on this one to give it some time, and it is... To, to change. It is yeah. ramping up. It is ramping up. Yes. Like, it is like, it is definitely a ramp up. It start. I mean, it probably starts off as a solid, solid medium. Yes, solid good, medium. Good, good medium-bodied, you know, cigar, you know? Yes. And... I mean, I'm maybe, what would you say, first third? I think we've completed the yeah, first third. Yeah, we're probably into the kind first third. Kind of starting third transition, getting close to the transition to the second third. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, this thing's building. It's building. It's definitely building. Well, it's putting off a ton of smoke. Eh, eh. A ton of smoke and a gorgeous, like, stacking dimes white ash. Yeah, I had to ash, but you've held on. Yeah. And yours, yours is... Stacking dimes It's a over there. pretty ash on the cigar. Good burn line. Actually, while we're you know, talking about it, I'm just going to get a shot of the ash. It's a good burn line. Yeah. It's... I haven't had any issues with yeah, the cigar it's, it's, so it's far. It's that Martinez construction. You know? No, you're right. I do want to try their other cigars, though. Um, 
They have two other cigars in their line. They have the uh, Libertad and the Good Trouble. Okay. And I do want to try both of those. Um, I think... Well, that might just have to be another show. I think so. I think so. Um, the Good Trouble is the one that really um, kind of... Uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, has caught my interest. Because um, uh, that's the Habano wrapper from, okay. es- from Esteli. You can Ooh, taste the Esteli. You can taste the Esteli. And, um, you know, that's the one that I'm I'm really wanting to try. Um but uh, the other one, though, the um, the Libertad, I believe, um, what is that one made As opposed of? to okay. the Libertoad, which is a patriotic frog. That one's done by Agonorsa Leaf and um, <laughs> Moron. Just, <laughs> just, just went right but, over that one. But that one has a Corojo wrapper ah. and whatnot. And so, you know, I mean... It's, it's it's I mean it sounds intriguing, offering notes of cashew and oak with caramel Ooh. and raisin flavors developing for those wait, willing to wait a while. Okay, you know? I'm so in. it's like I mean I think I think it's one of those things that I'd like to try the other the other cigars from uh, um, from the ATL line. Yeah, that uh, that might be worth the trip down there to have them on the show and do one of the cigars. Then, mm-hmm. I'd be all up for taking a southern trip. I agree. I Go agree. down and hit Old Fashioned in Paducah, then work our way down to uh, Screaming Eagles, head on down to Atlanta then. I like it. And yeah, then, uh, I think we're on to something. You know, then we could, I mean, we could go even crazier and uh, ta- circle up to like Charlotte, North Carolina there. Ooh, yeah. I mean, that's not that far mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of it all. We could turn the other way and head towards New Orleans too. Could you're not a, you're not as big a New Orleans guy I, as I know, am. No, you like the city a lot more oh, than I, I do. I mean, I don't want to like shit on it. It's just not my not my cup of tea. But it's okay. one of my favorite places in the world. Okay, it really, really is. But I'm actually planning a trip there later this year, so I'll get to go down and uh, scope out some of the uh, cigar stores down in and around New Orleans. Well, there you go. Yep, looking forward to it. Well, Jeff, why don't we bail into some uh, Ask the Voice? I think we need to. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You gotta ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner! You got a question. You ask the apple. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. So guys, it's that time of the uh, week again um, for Ask the Boys. And... um, all you got to do is get your questions into us by calling the Ask the Boys hotline. Area code 863-874-0000. And, uh, you know, ask us ask us questions about whatever, you know, life, cigars, just whatever. And remember, this is how you try out to be a part of Listener Interaction Tuesday, where you can come onto the show and uh, hang with us for an episode at the end of the month. And before we get into that, I'm going to give a quick shout out. To our buddy, uh, he goes by Will P thirty five. Okay. On uh, the Instagrams, but uh, Will was actually kind enough to send me a photo of him headed out to his turkey blind today. Yeah. And he was taking a gator with him to smoke, along with a. Uh, let's see here. Oh, oh, we have a call coming into the Ask the Boys hotline as we're doing a this. live call. Live call. Hang on one second. Hello, this is the boys. You're asking us a question. Hi, boys. 
Bjorn. This is Bjorn from Sweden calling. Bjorn. Hey, what's Hi. up, Bjorn? How are you? I'm fine, thank you. This How is, are you guys doing? This is the first live call we've had at the Ask the Boys hotline. <laughs> Bjorn, I'm going to finish something yeah, up here. i got to have a first for everything, right? <laughs> I, I mean, you know. <laughs> Bjorn, hang with me a second. I'm going to finish up something I was in the middle of. So I was giving a quick shout-out to our buddy WillP35 on Instagram, and he was kind enough to uh, let me know he was taking a gator with him out to the uh, turkey blind today, planning to have a smokeway set there and waited for the uh, birds to walk in. And then he sent me a photo, and he had a successful hunt. I think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of about, uh, actually, less than a half hour. Wow. So, yeah, he went out to the blind, and within a half hour, he had limited out on uh, with his turkey. So, congratulations, Will. Well, there you go. Anyway, so back to Bjorn. So, how's it hanging, buddy? <laughs> yeah, it's great. I'm sitting here in the awning before my caravan, uh, just watching the sunset going uh down over Öresund Strait, uh, over Denmark, watching some Magnum PI on the computer. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Having a really great time. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to mention my wife. She's complaining here. She sends all her <laughs> love to you guys. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Put, put her on for a so, second. Yeah, say Mrs. Bjorn. Yeah, we need to talk yeah, to Mrs. Yeah, Bjorn. Let's see. Yeah. Hi. Hi, this is Amy. Hi, Hi Amy in, in English. Amy? Hi. How are you? Nice yes. to talk to you. Do you have any stories about nice Bjorn you'd like to tell us? Well, uh, I can can uh, tell you the story when we first met. Okay. Perfect. It's a lot. Well, uh, we've debated if we were going to rewrite it to uh, to be more child uh, friendly. But, oh, uh, you yeah. don't. You don't have to no, worry no, about you're that good. with us. You tell us the real story. <laughs> but, yeah, well, um, we've known each other uh, about twenty years now, and um, the first time we ever uh, connected was through the computer. Uh, we had a chat uh, room. Uh, Chat room on IRC uh, that was only for students from the same university. Okay. And, ah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I was out uh, in the in the garden of where I where I lived. Uh, you're doing a very long story now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got time. Go, go down to the sorority house. <laughs> Otherwise, this will be a three-hour episode. <laughs> uh, I, I sent him a hug uh, and and yeah. Uh, a, a hug, star uh, hug, star. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, through the through the chat room and uh, yeah, and then we began a hug group or hug uh, yeah. club, and we had a hug club for about one year. And uh, so we hugged every time we met. Yeah, oh, okay. and it was not yes, it was not just hi hug. It was hi. <laughs> that was oh. nice. Yeah. I mean, uh, and then, uh, yeah. Hmm? No, I was just saying, I mean, then, all right, um, that sounds good. Yeah, and then one year after uh, we began our uh, hug club, uh, Bjorn uh, told me that he wanted to take uh, the hug club up a notch uh, oh. to another level. <laughs> Hello. And, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> So uh, we could, and... Uh, yeah, I, I, I pushed her up against the fence at the sorority house and made out with her really much. 
Oh my! Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then I asked him how how old he was because I knew he was younger than me, and uh, yeah, and he said he was twenty one, and at that point I was twenty six, so I said, "Oh, I'm sorry, but you're too uh, too young," and uh, yeah. But then uh, we spent one week apart, and then it was off for the long haul. You just couldn't. Uh, we've could... been together for uh, 19 years, uh, the 2nd of uh, September. Wow. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, we've been married for almost uh, 14 years. 15, almost, almost 15 years. Yeah. Wow. And uh, we have two kids and a uh, dog and, uh, yeah. On the 12th of August. And you, On the 12th of August. And you, yeah. and you put up with Bjorn's cigars. I actually cigars. know my anniversary date. That's good. Yeah. That's well, good. You need yeah. to know the anniversary date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he actually got a big case of cigars for his 40th birthday for me and my parents and uh, my sisters. Uh, and their, uh, you know, their families. Bjorn, you're gonna hang on yeah. to this one. I was gonna say, Bjorn. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got a, full, I got a full box of uh, Oliva um, Milano Serie V. Um, the big one. So um, yeah, uh, and and they weren't straight from the store. Uh, she bought them from someone who had bought them before and had aged them. So they're from 2014. Oh, nice! Oh, wow. Nice. Wow. Well, yeah. That's love right there, buddy. Hang on to that wife then, Bjorn. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So do do either of you have a question for us here on Ask the Boys? Yeah, actually, I do. Uh, And and the reason I was calling in is because I've had some issues with I haven't been able to get through to the the voicemail. Yeah, and Um, and real quick, Bjorn, if anybody else is having these issues... Shoot me a message through Instagram, like direct message or something like that. Just let me know. Bjorn's been having issues getting into the uh, in the Ask the Boys hotline yeah. here. So he made it in today. Yeah, though I get a voice saying the number is not available, and it's worked before. So yeah, uh, I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, that's why I call in live. There you go. <laughs> you have the special hotline number. You can, that's true. You can do that. So <laughs> yeah, that's good. There you go. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Okay. So first. Before the question, I, I just have to uh, to complain a little bit because you are saying that Larry the Mute isn't real. He's lying. I don't know if he's just trying to throw everyone off Bjorn or what. Actually, I, I know he's real because not only have I been speaking to him, I've met him. I mean, I maybe was told to tell everybody that he wasn't real for... Possibly some legal purposes. I don't know. I'm just that's just the putting thing, that out though. there. You forget. Oh, that out there. You forget. Hey, too much. <laughs> Larry, Larry and his wife had that trip to uh, uh, over to Europe last year. They did, and they did run by and see Bjorn. That's the trip where she had all the trouble with her wooden leg because they thought she was trying to, you know, sneak contraband in. Ah, it's okay. where she had his cigars in it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I helped her with that because I have some connections, so that's no See? problem. See? There you go. <laughs> well, and, and Bjorn has offered to help me with my troubles with Interpol if we ever decide to travel over there. That's so good, he is, you have some he is real connected. troubles with Interpol. Well, yes. No problems. I'll make sure you get over here. Don't right. get over here. <laughs> so, okay. So, Bjorn. Okay, so. Yeah. 
My question um, is actually, I've been thinking about, uh, as I mentioned, we're in the caravan right now and we're standing here all over the summer and uh, I've been Googling a little bit and I've been um, I've been seeing that you can uh, brew your own uh, soda, like uh, your own uh, yeah soft drink. Okay. And uh, I've been a bit interested about doing that. And of course, I'm looking forward to finding out which taste would be best to match with cigars. Ooh. Um, I, I know that in, in lounges, at least in Sweden, the most commonly sold beverage that is non-alcoholic is Coke. Because okay. uh, the sugar works very good with the, with the cigars and, and Coke works very well with uh, most cigars. So I'm thinking a little bit, um, which cigar should I choose to which flavor of soda that I should make my own kind? Ooh. Hmm. Well, I would think if you're going to... This could actually be something that people could call in and and come with suggestions about... I'm sorry, Jeff just nuked himself. He just dropped an entire half a cigar's worth of ash all down the front of him, and he's, like, brushing it off. I did. It's very distracting. I got a great um, picture of it. You got a picture before that? Yes, I did. I got a great picture <laughs> right a, before. Right before, he got a good a picture of the ash. Um, in terms of the cigars and soda, so, okay, I would think, I'm just, all right, I'm going to put this out there. I am not a soda drinker. I have, I've just... For whatever reason, as a little kid on up, I've never really been a big soda drinker. And I do every once in a while, very much. There's a place here in St. Louis, Fitz's Soda. Yes. And they make this orange cream soda that's just amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But by and large, I'm not much of a soda drinker at all. So I don't really know a lot of like the intricate flavor notes of different sodas. So Jeff may have to really we take this We are also close here to the Excel Bottling Company, which makes ski. Yes. Over in Breeze, Illinois. So we do have some local soda companies. I've actually made my own soda before, Bjorn. In, so, Jeff, you're going to have to run with this. In southern one. Illinois, we have sassafras mm-hmm. trees. And mm-hmm. I have actually made my own root beer uh, with a sassafras base. Cool. And went went a step further, turned it into kind of a soda, then fermented it further into essentially a wine and bottled it. So I have sassafras wine that is really really good okay and made my own wine out of sassafras but yeah i have made my own uh, now made my own soda out of sassafras there's there's recipes for it you can find them online he's asking for pairings though like soda flavors to cigars see i think a root beer goes really well because i think it brings out a lot of those especially if you have a cigar that's got like some good fruity notes or maybe some good like uh, oh what's like spice Things like that. I think the root beer is going to really like pull a that out. Spice, not like a pepper. Yeah, no, not like a pepper. Like you know, kind of like like I talk about persimmons a lot, or you know, different different fruit flavors like that. Um, different spices. You know, like you said with baking spices, the cinnamons, the nutmegs, that kind of stuff. What, what, what's the flavor of root beer? That, that's something that we. I, I know you can get it now, but that's not really a big thing over here. Uh, so uh, can you tell me a little bit what's the flavor? So the thing with root beer is you're gonna have it depends on the the recipe and and who's making it. If you're making your own, if you're obviously it's much easier to buy it than make it yourself. But it's gonna have some wintergreen flavors. It's gonna have some sassafras flavors, maybe burdock, caramely. 
yeah, it's it's going to have some, and and basically what root beer originally was is you know people on the prairie or whatever would dig up the various edible roots and things you know like tree roots and things around the area where they were, and they would they would you know cook those down, and then make make a soda or a beer or wine or whatever out of those roots. So okay. that's where the, the that's name. where root beer okay. comes from. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, so Ooh. I would think some sort of a. I, and again, I'm speaking from pure ignorance, but I'm thinking like a, either a cola or a or a root beer would probably pair with some with a cigar that's kind of maybe like an earthy kind of yes. caramely yes. kind of you know that kind of a maybe like a Maduro, you know. I'll so tell you, I, I don't think, know. I think some ginger beers could pair up really nicely with a cigar too, depending again on the type of cigar mm-hmm. and the flavor profile that that cigar has. I would think yeah. maybe like uh, like a lemon lime, like a Sprite or something, maybe with a Connecticut, like a light soda with a light cigar. Possibly, maybe. Or you may that's, need one. You that, may that's need a. Interesting a, that you mentioned Connecticut. I, I, I must break through there a little bit um, because uh, I, I've been. Uh, I have the the Bishop and the Gator in my humidor, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm so happy. I think I'm probably the only one in Sweden. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure you probably are. You're not the only one in Europe, though. I do know that. There have been Ah, been a few other shipments over that direction. But I think you are the only one in Sweden I know of. Yeah. So uh, the thing is, I've tried the Bishop so far. I really love it. It's a really nice cigar. Uh, Go, Nick. Definitely. I I have one more. But I've been a little bit afraid of the Gator. Now, why is um, that? Let me tell you why. Okay. Yeah, let me tell you why. It's because I think uh, last time I was on, I, I told you about uh, my first smoking experience. Uh, and that's a cigar I was smoking at a hotel that I did not like. And I almost ended up not continuing smoking cigars. And what, what I've been thinking about a little bit afterwards uh, now as the time has gone is I think that might have been a Connecticut Hmm. Uh, uh, and I, what I'm thinking is maybe that thing that I don't like because I've I, I've met that in one other cigar and and now afterwards I've realized that other cigar was a Connecticut. Maybe that's the thing I don't Ooh. really enjoy so much. But I will still try it and I will report back to see if that was the case or not. What I'm uh, very curious to find that out. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, like, what was it about the Connecticut that you've had that you didn't care for? If it is uh, the Connecticut flavor itself, uh, okay. which I think it may be, if that's it, uh, it just gives a taste, uh, a smoky taste that I don't enjoy. That, uh, okay. Um, now, yeah, well, I will tell you. Depending on some Connecticut's, you can get a little bit of a bitter flavor, especially towards the end of them. I don't get that with the mm-hmm. Gator, but I do get that with some other Connecticut's. So, you know, maybe that's part yeah. of it. I don't know. I will still try it because I ha- I've got two sticks in my humidor, and I'm just waiting for the right moment to uh, to to give it a shot. So I, I, I will still do it. So, so I'm, I'm really curious about it to see if if that might have been the case that it was the Connecticut or if it was something else that I haven't been able to find out. Well, Bjorn, so, I, I can't wait for you to get my stick in your mouth. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> You've been waiting for that for a long time. <laughs> I was I was sitting here just waiting for well, it. I, I, Amy's sitting right next to her saying, oh my God, she's... Uh, she <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Bjorn. Sorry about that. Amy. Amy. Uh, 
That's <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, uh, I feel up to be called me this beyond that's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Name. Don't you forget it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, you guys enjoy that sunset. Enjoy, uh, enjoy hanging out in the caravan. And uh, is that some kind of like key party thing? What is it? What is a caravan? It's their little trailer. Caravan. Oh, okay. I thought they. I thought they were in like some sort of commune. No, some kind of hippie, weird, like you oh, know, no. nudist thing. No. That's you. Maybe, oh, that would be me. I don't know. Is caravan maybe a British English word? Is caravan what? Caravan maybe a British English word? No. um, Like caravan caravan here would be like a wagon train. Like multiple like different vehicles in a row kind of going somewhere. But um, but I I get but I get what but I get what you're getting at. You you've got like kind of like a little camper that you you tow around and live out of. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Maybe camper is a better American word for it. There you go. I just thought you'd found a group of like minded people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know. So I, I'm, I'm sitting with our camper. Sorry, sorry, I, sorry I, Mrs. I Bjorn. The, I use the word RV and motorhome, but uh, this hasn't the motor. This is one that you put behind the car. Yeah. Pull behind. Yep. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm doing white trash full out now. There you go. <laughs> you fit right in over here with us. We'll get you a Confederate flag for the back oh end or something. Oh, my God. You'll be sick. Oh, <laughs> that's, all, that's all any of us need. I yeah, know, let's right? do that. Yeah. So. No. There you go. Hello. You want to say hi to the cigar pulpit? Hi. Hi. Now, who is this? Oh, we? oh, that's okay. awesome. I was say, who are we saying hi to? Oh. Dominic, who are you? My name is Dominic Hedgeham. Yeah. And I'm a potato. And he's a potato. A potato. potato. (laughs) Dominic, this is my friend Nick, and my name is Gator. Hi, Dominic. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Okay. Gator here is shaped like a giant potato. I am a sleepy potato, yes. (laughs) Yeah. So it all all works out. So. I'm sorry. Is he fat? Yes. Yes, He's very very fat. (laughs) We're Americans. We're all fat over here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I brought him up well, didn't I? There you go. There you go. Well, you guys. hear from small children and young people. (laughs) It was so good to hear from you guys. And thanks again for calling in live on the Ask the Boys hotline. Definitely. Absolutely, guys. Have a nice one. I can't wait to, uh, to hear you uh, back in my uh, in my car when uh, when I'm driving again. Perfect. That's awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it was a real pleasure to to talk to you guys. Very much and so, you as well, and you as well. And hopefully, one day when Jeff gets his Interpol situation straightened out, mm-hmm. uh, we can we can add a European leg to the uh, traveling freak show and cigar evangelical revival and get out there. Yeah, it's got okay. it's got international incident written all over it. It really does. <laughs> I have one last thing to say. Okay. I I have gotten a new game to my, uh, to a, uh, to uh, my Switch. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. my daughter okay. has a Switch That's as well. New Pokemon Snap. It came out. I think it was the last of uh, uh, of April. Oh. Dominic, this is a cigar pulpit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. It's not the game. It's not the game pulpit. Okay, it's guys. okay. All right. Well, you guys take it easy and enjoy that sunset. All right. See you, Bjorn. Absolutely. Bye, guys. Bye, Dominic. Bye, Amy. Bye, Bye guys. Well, that was awesome. That was awesome. That was fun.
They're just the sweetest people. I know. I'm glad that we got to make that happen. And um, so in the process of all that, by the way, Mm -hmm. you mentioned persimmons. Mm -hmm. And I feel that we need to give a shout out to listener Seth Jones. And Seth kind of confused me. And and myself as well. So I had a box arrive at my place. And um, the, the box contained a candle. And yep. It was, well, let me back up. It was addressed to you. It was. And there was no card, no note, nothing, whatever with this box. And so I gave it to you. We opened it up. I asked you if it was ticking. You and said no. And it said no. We did open it up outdoors <laughs> so that in case it was filled with anthrax. Front towards enemy. You know, exactly. We, yeah, towards me, you sack. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, we did open it up outdoors just in case, you know, it was one of uh, those listeners that got in touch with us. And uh, But play, it was actually... Play Misty for me. Exactly. No, that's exactly it. We're just like, oh, great. We're getting gifts now, mysterious gifts. It's, next thing you know, the next call to the last of the boys hotline is going to be telling us to play Misty for him. Thank God it wasn't a Barbie but, uh, head in the box. <laughs> What's in the box? Anyway. What's in the box? But uh, in this case, uh, what was in the box was a very nice scented candle with the smell of persimmons. It was. And how you even found that, I'll never I'll never know, but it was awesome. But he reached out and inquired to make sure that it arrived, and that's when I found out that Seth was the one who sent it. And so, Seth, thank you. Thank you. That was really nice, man. I can't wait to light it up now that I know that it's safe. Jeff's ex-wife <laughs> is going to be happy, too, because he'll light it up in the bathroom after he drops a boom. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I'm out know. of sage right now until it gets some more growing in the garden to make some more <laughs> smudge sticks. So, uh, yeah, I'll use that. Is that what you call it? Smudge stick? Anything to kill the scent. <laughs> anyway. You know what I'm talking about. I nuked you earlier on the deck. Oh, I, you gagged the hell out of me is what you did. <laughs> so, anyway, well, Jeff, why don't we move you, on Seth. to our next question on the Ask the Boys hotline here. Let's do it. Hey, guys. Noah here. I was uh, bored, and I made the mistake to go me the first and I would say that is the most uncomfortable I've seen viewing vegetables since I watched a Stephen Hawking interview. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Oh, my God. No more uh, new photos there. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's the first Saturday in May, folks. That was, that was awesome, Noah. <laughs> International, International Gardening Day. Naked Gardening yeah. Day. Well, Man. or as I just call it, Gardening Day, because <laughs> I'm always naked in my garden. Dear God, That's yeah. the only day I take a picture, though. <laughs> yeah, it was, the neighbors it was a send thing. a lot of them into the cops, but that's the only day I take photos of myself <laughs> naked in the garden. Uh, yeah, it was a thing. I so. call them photos; they call them evidence. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and our next question here. Hey guys, Adam here from beautiful state of Ohio, calling in uh, to ask a question for Gator. Okay, Adam. I know he keeps saying it's fucking good coffee but does he even know if it's actually fucking good or not we he can, says he's never tried it maybe it's fucking bad coffee i can answer that let me know stay smoky well adam if you listen to our episode on friday where we had nick gervais from my monthly cigars on you'll know that it is not only fucking good coffee it is actually fucking fucking good coffee because wow you Profanity. I mean, you know, whatever. And uh, because not only did Gator like it, but I even liked it. Nick liked it, and which is mind. I am not boggling. I am not a coffee guy. Or as my friend Jess would say, mind bottling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, (laughs) it's mind bottling. Never mind. We're just going to move on there. 
Um, but yeah, it, it, it's good coffee, man. I liked it. We had the Honduras, uh, blend. Yes. Yeah. Honduras. We, Honduras. Blend. we haven't tried the and, whiskey uh, one yet, but we have no, to. We have not tried the whiskey one yet. I do have a bag of that as well. And, um, it, I mean, I really liked it. I mean, yeah. I not only drank it, um, with loads and loads and loads of sugar and milk, yeah. but then I also drank it with honey and uh, black, and I liked it all three ways. Yep. The, it really shocked you how good the honey was in the coffee, didn't it? It did, actually. Yep. I didn't think that those two flavors would go. I mean, I've had honey and tea, yeah, but I've never even... I've never heard of, much less considered doing, honey and coffee, but yeah. Well, and especially with your throat that night, because you were having yeah. some issues. Yep. And honey is really good for, you know, any time you've got a scratchy throat like that. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. And it actually bla- is and, really and good coffee. Even the black. That was the one that really surprised me more than anything. I've never in, what, six years now we've known each other? Seven. Oh, my God. Has it really been that Yeah, long? I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, each day is worse than the next. <laughs> Sack of crap. <laughs> I put up with way more than you put up with, all right? That's true, that's true. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, no, but I... You did just talk about how you nuked me on the deck. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was silent but deadly. Oh, dude. Because I knew it was coming and I just waited for it to hit you. Oh, and it did, too. He, It was funny, guys. We had the headsets on and, he, and it was quiet and he just heard me go... <laughs> And smell, oh. and it was just like, oh god! <laughs> and the gag reflex instantly kicked oh, in. But, it did, yeah. Um, he was gagging; it was great. But yeah, so it was good. It was good coffee. Yeah, so, it really is good coffee, Adam. Guys. If you're on the fence about trying the fucking good coffee, get off the fence and try it. Yeah, I liked it. I give it the the bishop seal of approval. There you go. And that says something because in the seven years now I've known you, I've never seen you drink a cup of black coffee ever until. Well, let's we did put it the this episode. Way. That night, I drank more coffee than I probably have in my life. Wow. So. Wow. Just putting it out there. Wow. Crazy. Yep. That probably is true. You had three cups of coffee. Yes. You got to figure. I hadn't thought about that. You got to figure. Um, I had the one cup at the restaurant in uh, Tampa. Yep. I at, had the at Columbian. Columbia. I had another cup at uh, the airport. But again, single, you, single you didn't cup. You did drink that whole cup, did you? I loaded that up with sugar okay. is what I did. and um, Because it had that bitterness. Uh-huh. It had that coffee bitterness. And that's what I really liked about the fucking good coffee. And I'm not... And look, Nick is not paying us for any sort of sponsorship of the coffee nope. or anything like that. That is not part of any sort of dealer arrangement we have whatsoever with my monthly cigars. It is purely just an ancillary product. Nick's our friend. You know, we wanted to try it. We wanted to help him with a little promotion. That that was a it's total pro bono work on the the fucking good coffee front. Yeah. And so you know, look and and guys. Well, I mean, I'm getting paid, but I guess he didn't work anything out with you. Son of a bitch. Anyway, well, <laughs> and the other thing is, I would hope that after nearly two years of us smoking cigars on the show, you would know that if we didn't like something, oh, we're we'll gonna tell you. we'll tell you yeah. we didn't like it. You know, by and large, we like the products that we're we're smoking. We've got in, one on lady the in the cigar industry that just hates us. There is one lady in yeah. the cigar industry that does not like us. Yeah, and uh, you know, such is life. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's, we just we didn't like that cigar. Maybe and it wasn't even that we didn't like the cigar. It didn't match. It didn't yeah, match the, the expectations yes. and. Yeah, we won't get into all that. We've, I think, covered that at nauseum by this point. But yes. the point is, we we didn't give the review. Is it ad nauseum or ad nauseum? Whatever. The point is ad, <laughs> ad, ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. But I don't think we... We did not give the review that I think she wanted us to give. 
And uh, but that's not the point of the show. No, it's not. And yeah. such is life. But the point is, though, the fact that I liked it, that should say a lot because mm-hmm. it, it did not have that coffee bitterness. And it was really good. It was really smooth. I liked it a lot. And I've tried to get you to drink coffee before. And yeah. I, I've got you to take a sip and put it down, and that's the end of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was impressive. So, yep, I liked it. Get yourself some fucking good coffee. You're not going to regret it. So, anyway, guys, well, that's this week's Ask the Boys. So, get your questions into us by giving the hotline a call at area code 863-874-0000. And if you're having trouble with the Ask the Boys line... Let us know. I've only heard it from Bjorn, but um, that might be an international call situation, in which case we need to get that figured out. But... um, if not, if you're having issues, send me a message, either direct message through Instagram, or you can email me at nick at cigarpulpit.com and let me know that you're having troubles with it. Just because I need to know, because I mean, I pay for this the hotline, you know, every six months. And so we're paid up through the end of June on it right now. So, I mean, realistically, it's not that I haven't paid the bill for it or anything yeah. like that. So, Which is um, what I accused him of. It is, but yeah. it's not the case. But anyway, let us know and... Uh, you know, we'd be happy to answer your questions. So, Nick, as we uh, somewhat wrap up here, mm-hmm. um, we talked about uh, Nick from My Monthly Cigars. We did. You know, talking about the fucking good coffee. Fucking. Oh. And I think we should tell everybody what is My Monthly Cigars. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. We can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. They come in a uh, variety of sizes. We get the El Presidente box. We do. Which is eight cigars for $50. There's also the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. The difference is the El Presidente is uh, two of everything that comes in the Robusto. So it's good, like in our case, where we're smoking the same thing. Yeah. You know, we can talk about it. Or you can whatever. hoard them. Or if you want to get the El Presidente and, you know, say, you know, get the $50 box. Yeah, hoard you can up. hoard them. And That's right. Whatnot. And uh, both of them come with an MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. And if you use the offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, that gets you free shipping on your first box or it gets you 20% off any of the items in Nick's online store where he has cigars and accessories and other fun stuff. And, you know, when you head over there and you buy some stuff from My Monthly Cigars, you can rack up Ash Cash bucks and, uh, you know, that gets you discounts on further further uh, purchases. So you get rewards. It's a good thing. That's right. Yep. And he's got the link for the fucking good coffee. How'd you pronounce that? Fucking. Okay. I know how to pronounce it. You're the one that's been mispronouncing it. I've been it. apparently having issues with yeah, that. You so. just let it roll. But you it get, is good. You got to give it that Boston accent. You got to give it that fucking. Fucking good coffee. Fucking. Oh, anyway. Still wrong. Okay. Still wrong. Anyway. Well, Jeff, how about we uh, give away some cigars? Let's do it. It's time for the weekly giveaway where we uh, give away some cigars from Martinez Cigars. And, guys, you get in on the weekly giveaway by signing up for the uh, newsletter on our website over at CigarPulpit.com. Someday there'll be a newsletter. Someday. I, someday. I don't, I, you know, I don't profess to know when. Sometime soon. You know, whatever. Exactly. It's what it is. And uh, when you uh, hear your name, just shoot me an email by the following Monday. So this comes out on Tuesday. So we have to shoot me an email by next Monday telling me that you're the winner. 
And all you got to do is send me the email at nick at cigarpulpit.com. Tell me you're the winner. Give me your shipping address. And we'll make sure you get some cigars sent to you right away. And without further ado, the winner this week is... Sean Hutto. Sean Hutto. Sean Hutto. DJ Airhorn was extraordinarily loud in the headset today. It was a little loud today. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Had to turn it up slightly to hear some of the folks on the call with with Bjorn and his family there. And kind of didn't remember to turn that down. No, that was was ear piercing. That was loud. Anyway, Sean, just shoot me an email and we will make sure these cigars get sent to you. Congratulations. Post haste. Yep. So, uh, Nick, how do folks reach out to us on the socials? We are on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit. We are also on Instagram at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. Of course, that's my page. You can go see my Naked Gardening photo on there right now. You, you can. You can. I, I mean, if you're into that. Um, and then we're Who on- wouldn't be? I wasn't. But-, but you look at it every year. It comes up first thing in my feed. <laughs> anyway. That's awesome. And then uh, we're also on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. A lot of activity going on over there. It's been nice having uh, people interact and get to get to know each other a little bit, you know, through the through the magic of Facebook. Facebook can be good, used for good. Yes. People tend to use it for shit. Yeah. But people can use it for good. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping that we're doing that. You think we can single handedly save the platform? No, no. not single handedly. No. no. But you know. Our little, our little pocket. It's our, it's our corner. It, it's our little corner yes. of it. Yep, exactly. Then we're on Twitter, YouTube. We have uh, the Contact the Pulpit page on CigarPulpit.com. And then, guys, once again, going to continue to drive this home. We need your questions. Ask the boys. Area code 863-874-0000. Get those questions in. It can be literally about anything. And like I said, that's how you get... Uh, Considered for uh, listener interaction too. Call us up. Tell us what's game. What games you're playing on your Switch? I mean, whatever. I mean, yeah. exactly. We're hearing all I'll tell kinds you what, of stuff. Bjorn's son and Addie would have had a good time talking about the Switch because she's all about hers. Hmm. So, yep, that's awesome. I think he said Pokemon. I think it was Pokemon, but I I don't remember. It was it was one a Pokemon something, and I don't remember what the Switch. Well, no, there was a Pokemon. Gold or something. There was some other oh, Pokemon know something. Yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, it was well, whatever. It was whatever in, incarnation of the Pokemon game it is at this time. So okay. we'll have to go back and listen because he yeah, didn't say what it was. He did. So. so anyway, so yeah, that's how you Dominic, reach out to us. What a cool name. Yeah, and they, he said he was a potato. He's gonna be a lady killer with the name Dominic. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and he yeah. said he was a potato and a potato. I'm a sleepy potato. You are a sleepy potato, <laughs> Spud. Oh, that a... should have been your nickname, Spud. Nick and Spud, instead of Nick roll. and Gator. It, it doesn't Nick, roll. Nick and Spud. Yeah, it doesn't work. I have a Spud's McKenzie from back in the day. Of course, you still, do. still in his little cardboard seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Anytime my friends and I took a trip anywhere, yeah, and we had a seat open, Spuds would ride, you know, with us. Okay. Yeah, he'd take up the uh, empty cargo spot. I'm surprised Spuds didn't get abducted when you got your car broken into in New York. Right? It's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Spuds came out of that unscathed. So wait, wait, wait. Back up. So what you're saying is Spuds was the original BF chicken. Yes. Wow. He was my original, yes, <laughs> stuffed sidekick, so to speak. 
Well, there you go. And then I turned into a potato, and it's not as fun anymore. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> it's like mini-me. Because you've eaten too many potatoes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway. Starchy. So, Jeff, uh, thoughts on the ATL Black? Okay, so I've really enjoyed the cigar. Yes, it has ramped up in its strength I'm here at the end. I'm down to the final third. I am as well. I think we ought to do a final third retro hail here. Okay. So. Holy crap. <laughs> um, That is full-on pepper. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and it's lingering in the nostrils. It won't yeah. go away. Oh, yeah, my mine's God. in the sinuses just stuck there. Ooh. That's good. It's a good burn, but oh my, oh my, I'm tearing up. Um, Yeah, guys, if you want just a powerful, powerful cigar. It builds all the way through. All the way through. The ATL Black just builds all the way up. And the it, and as I said, it started off as a medium. It is definitely a full-bodied cigar mm-hmm. by the end of this thing. Um this is not a cigar for the novices. No. Don't hand this to a new Don't smoker. Don't have this to a new... No, not a new smoker. But guys, if you are an experienced smoker and you like something a little powerful, you need to look into the ATL Black. This is a good cigar. Yeah. And apparently, they are just selling the heck out of these things mm-hmm. down in Atlanta. So if you get a chance, look them up. If you're going to be down there, you know, they're apparently in multiple shops in Atlanta. But you can also, I'm sure, get on the socials with them and... Find out where they've got them for sale. Exactly. Yep. I would highly recommend it. Yeah. I can't wait to try the other ones. Now. I know. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Well, Jeff, anything else for the good of the cause? I think I've spent spent it all. Done. Okay. Yep. You're spent. I'm I'm out of podcast material. Okay. Yeah. For today. For today. That's good. I do want to remind everybody that uh, we're in TPE this week. Yes, yes, we uh, got this episode a little pre-recorded in advance because the day that this drops, you and I are heading out to Vegas where we will be uh, checking into the hotel and getting ready for the show. Uh, TPE runs, what, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Yes. And then Friday evening, you and I take a late flight back from Vegas, and uh, we're going to have a report on on TPE. It's going to be in uh, next Tuesday's show. Yes. Um, this Friday, we're going to have another selection from the uh, My Monthly Cigars box. Um, and uh, then next Tuesday, yeah, we'll have a we'll have a full recap of everything that took place out in Vegas. At All TPE things and, TPE. And it's going to be a good time. I know, uh, you know, there's a lot of vendors going out there, a lot of manufacturers going out there yeah, this year. More than I thought we're going to. Yeah, I know. And, um, you know, and TPE is going to be the first trade show back in Vegas. It's going to be the first one um, once... Uh, once it gets going here, so it'll be good. It'll yeah. be a fun time. So we'll tell you all about it on next Tuesday's show. Again, like Nick said, stay tuned on Friday for uh, our next selection from the My Monthly Cigars box. There you go. Well, Jeff, unless you have anything else. I'm gold. Guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.